0: We use Buzzsprout, so follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a twenty dollars credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! Come on! right, let's get this show on the road. Let's go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Celebrity birthdays, this day in history and random facts coming up. We'll tell you about the Holiday Hoops Tournament headed our way and How many women wear makeup every day? You might be surprised. And we'll be doing our outdoor moment with Chase Tressler in the 8 o'clock hour today with Innovation Outdoors. And was Zach Morris evil? That's the question that we will try to answer. And overrated Christmas traditions. We'll get to all that more today on the show. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays. For December 21st, 2023. All right, Caitlin Deaver, who played Eve Baxter on Last Man Standing, is 27. Teresa Ruiz from Narcos, 35 today. Stephen Yen who is Glenn on The Walking Dead, is 40. Tom Payne, who is Jesus on The Walking Dead, is 41. Kristen Haji, who is Simone on the 80s sitcom Head of the Class. You remember that one? She's 55 today. Kiefer Sutherland is 57. Andy Dick is 58. Gabrielle Glazer, the luscious Jackson guitarist, is 57. Ray Romano is 66. Chris Everett, retired tennis champion, 69 today. Samuel L. Jackson is 75. Jane Fonda, 86 today. Four days out from Christmas, ten days from New Year's Eve. And on this day in history, the first crossword puzzle was published in the Sunday Supplement of the New York World in 1913. Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs premiered in Hollywood on this date in 1937. The Dr. Seuss classic, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, was published in 1937. Disney released the Swiss family Robinson on this date in 1960. In uh, 1967, The Graduate premiered in L.A. and New York. Elvis Presley drove himself to the White House to volunteer his services to President Nixon on fighting the nation's drug problems. That happened on this date in 1970. Bugs Bunny awarded the a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1985. Jane Fonda married her third husband, Ted Turner, on this date in 1991. They divorced 10 years later. Winona Ryder and the remake of Little Women was released on this date in 1994. And Gangnam Style was the first video to ever hit 1 billion views on YouTube on this date in 2012. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Yeah. America was almost named Amerige. Amerige, A M E R I G E. Amerige, meaning land of Amerigo, after Amerigo Vespucci. But it was given the feminine form America, since Europe and Asia received feminine names. Okay. Yeah. The word cowabunga comes from the TV show Howdy Doody. It was a fake Indian word used by a Native American character named Chief Thunder Thud. Cowabunga. Okay. I thought it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. Yeah. The world record for the concert with the highest, go, uh, highest attendance goes to Rod Stewart. 4.2 million people saw him at Copacabana Beach in Brazil on New Year's Eve in 1994. Wow, 4.2 million people. The average person is only about halfway to their final adult height by the time they turn two. The average person is halfway to their final adult height by the time they turn two. Really? Huh. Interesting. That doesn't seem right. But it's on the random fact list. I mean, what can I do? And finally, Lorne Michaels from SNL, Drake, a singer, both went to the same high school in Toronto, about 40 years apart. And those are your random facts. Good morning. And some holiday hoops headed our way next week. That's right. The Bobcat Arena is where you can find the holiday hoops tournament. It starts on Wednesday, goes through Friday. And, of course, we will... Be broadcasting announcements and highlights on the radio on 107.1 FM throughout each day of the tournament. Of course, you can watch the action in person Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. You know, you'll be cooped up in the house during Christmas time. You know, it'll be a good time to get out, see some local holiday hoops action at Bobcat Arena in Berryville. We'll have coverage made possible by Kirk's Excavation, Thompson Ready Mix, Jeff's Car Care, Variable Eye Care Clinic, and Eureka Springs Eye Care Clinic. And I'm sure we'll be uh, giving you updates if you miss any of the action as well. And we hope you'll check it out next week right here with Carroll County Broadcasting. Good morning. Well, for some reason, this is a topic online because of a new survey. The question is, How many women wear makeup every day? The pandemic and working from home probably gave this a bit of a nudge. But it was trending down before that anyway. How many women wear makeup? A new study found that they're more likely to say they never wear makeup rather than wearing it every day. More women never wear makeup than wear it every day. Does that make sense? There are more women who never wear makeup than there are women who wear makeup every day. Does that make sense? Only 19% of women wear makeup every day. 26% never do. 19% said a few times a week. But the most popular response was a few times a month with 21% of the vote. Interesting. The most commonly used type of makeup, everybody, is mascara with 46% using it often. Lipstick or lip gloss is next. (laughs) I don't know why I'm reading this. Followed by foundation, eyeliner, eyeshadow, and blush. The most common reason women doll themselves up is not for guys. It's to give themselves a confidence boost. That's the the number one response. Confidence boost. Number two is special occasions. The poll asked how long it usually takes to do one's makeup. The number one answer was less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Unless your husband's waiting on you. And then it takes a lot longer, does it not? Uh, 11% said up to an hour. My goodness. 2% of respondents said it takes more than an hour to do their makeup. Wow. hmm. I'd like to see a before and after photo of that. Uh, Anyway, there you go. What do you think? Uh, There are now more women that never wear makeup than who wear it every day. Do you think this survey is accurate, let me know. 870-505-1518. Send me a text. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, two passengers have been banned from Carnival Cruise Line for life after they were catching fish from the balcony attached to their room. Seems like a... I mean, you got that big ocean there. You know, you brought your fishing equipment. It happened while the ship was docked in Nassau, Bahamas. uh, And there's a video of the man catching the fish And a woman reacting. Oh, my God, you actually caught a fish. (gasps) Oh, God, don't swing it
1: into somebody's place. Oh, sorry. You could say you caught a fish in the Bahamas.
0: Yeah, well, and you'll never be on a carnival cruise liner again because of it. They apparently take this very seriously. I'm just imagining a guy who likes to fish, had a big ocean. That makes sense, doesn't it? But uh, apparently, no fish for you. That is stranger than fiction, everybody. Good morning. Good morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. We now have yet another viral talking dog video. This is from Massachusetts and a woman named Bridget Bigelow. She taught her dog to say, I love you. Seriously, she taught the dog to say, I love you. Take a listen.
1: I love you. All right.
0: Wow, that uh, dog is saying I love you, even though it doesn't sound very loving. It is uh, definitely a dog saying I love you. Now, that just makes you wonder, can they understand what we're saying? That's kind of scary. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Every Thursday at this time, you know what it is. It is our outdoor moment with Chase Tresler at Innovation Outdoors. Good morning to you, Chase.
1: Well, good morning, Ike. I hope everybody's having a good week. It's been a pretty nice week of weather for the end of December, and next week, our Christmas week, looks pretty good, too. I don't believe we're going to have a white Christmas. We might have a wet Christmas, but it ain't because of snow. But the temperatures don't look bad, so... You know, all in all for this time of year it's pretty good weather still. Yeah, this morning I'm gonna talk a little bit about some predator hunting though. If you're looking for some holiday enjoyment or something to do on your days off, maybe your deer tags are filled or you know, looking for something different. Think about predator hunting. Think about trappings, getting out there if you know how to get them old leg hold traps or some snares or live traps out and you know, get after these predators. And when I'm talking about predators, I'm talking about the cute little coons and you know, foxes and stuff like that also. You know, don't let the cuteness fool you about their deadliness on our small game and turkey egg and quail egg population if you get a chance this time of year and you can do some predator hunting and get rid of them uh, do it to it because we need all the help we can get as far as hunters and sportsmen conservationists and so do the the game that we you know we hunt and try and take care of so foxes coons possums skunks feral cats stuff like that In the wild, they're very detrimental to our small game and our uh, nesting birds. Try and take care of that, do some hunting for them. Also, you know, obviously when I talk about predators, people think about coyotes and bobcats, and that's also a big one. Bobcats are very detrimental to the turkeys, even full-grown turkeys. They kill a lot of them every year, and there's a lot of bobcats, a lot more than you would think. They're they're just a little bit more skittish and stay under the radar. Coyotes are extremely uh, overpopulated, and they really do a number on everything including you know they really do a big number on our deer population our fawn population during the spring so you know if you can get out and do some predator hunting do some calling for coyotes or bobcats it's a lot of fun a lot of good electronic calls available for a pretty decent price Um, hand squallers are still a great option you know if you need to go online or go to youtube and get some tutorial videos you know anybody can learn to do that and and they work really good there's also a few you know predator competitions coming up Uh, they have them in december they have them. in January and they'll give you points from everything from crows to just skunks coyotes it's a lot of fun to get involved in that so you might have to go to your local outdoor store gun shop you know bow shop uh, social media and find out where they're at but get entered in one of these weekend or day uh, predator competitions they are a lot of enjoyment especially if you can take your kids but i just wanted to do that little shout out to our predator hunters and and our outdoorsmen that remember to get out there and do your part as a conservationist help the predator population i want everybody to have a great weekend Have a great Christmas, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: And a very pleasant good morning to you. It turns out, Zach Morris may not be who he thought he was. Yes, recently, the actor who played Zach Morris, Mark Paul Gossler, was asked about the most evil character he's ever played. Apparently... He's on a new NBC show called Found, where he plays an evil kidnapper inspired by Ted Bundy. But when he was asked if this is the darkest character he's ever played, he said no. He said the honor belongs to Zach Morris of Saved by the Bell. Can you believe this? I don't believe it. Uh, Zach, he said, Zach is a quote, master manipulator and one of the most nefarious characters on television, he pointed out there was an entire YouTube series called Zack Morris is Trash, where a guy showed all the horrible things that Zach did. Of course, Gosler uh, was being a little tongue-in-cheek, but he said that the observations made about Zach on the show are not wrong. So does this destroy your perception of Zach and the gang at the big, what do they call that, the big uh, the big T? No, that was in Berryville. Um, it was called the Max. The Max, that's what it was called. So is your perception destroyed of Zach Morris, or did you know it all along? Good morning. Well, as you are gearing up, are there some traditions during the holidays that you're wondering, why are we doing this? I mean this isn't fun. Uh yeah. A website recently suggested Christmas traditions and then asked people whether that they uh, whether they were gung ho about it or just so-so or if they secretly despise said tradition. Thousands of people weighed in and these were the responses. Secret Santa. 54% of people are still enthusiastic about Secret Santa. Yeah, I like that one. That one's fun. Snow of people love it. Not really a tradition, but uh, if you can get snow, of course you'd want it, right? Uh, Another tradition. All presents must be opened on Christmas Day, no exceptions. 41% of people are hardcore about this. Christmas music, 41% of people said it's great. Christmas movies, 41% of people need to watch them this time of year. Christmas carols. 36% of people would go out and subject others to their singing to feel the Christmas spirit. So 36% of people are okay with that one. Christmas decorations, just 29% of people are enthusiastic about it. Hosting Christmas parties, 27% are okay with it. I'm offended if someone says they don't like Christmas. 26% of people said yes. Ugly Christmas sweaters, it's kind of low on the list. 25% are still good with that. Baking cookies, 25%. Putting up the uh, Christmas tree before Thanksgiving, 21% of people said yes. Christmas family photos, only 14% of people are into Christmas family photos. All Christmas shopping done by Black Friday, only 14%. And making Christmas cards was lowest on the list, 11% of people. 11% of people make Christmas cards. Okay, that's according to BuzzFeed. What do we leave off? What Christmas tradition is just not that popular? I mean, we never we never revealed a result on here that was more than 54%. That means there's still almost half of everybody who's not into it, even Secret Santa and Snow. Bah humbug! Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government,